0: have you come across the Dolly Parton challenge? Whether you've heard about it, whether you've given it a go, or whether you don't have a clue what we're on about, in today's episode we are going to be talking a bit about the challenge, but then really going into the idea of who are we on all the different platforms that we sign up to online? Are we the same person? Are we different? And Does it really matter? Tune in. Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower, and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful, and seen. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in today. and I am so excited about this episode. We are going to be talking about the Dolly Parton Challenge. Unless you have been living underneath a complete and utter rock, it's probably likely that you have seen this challenge even if you don't know that Miss Dolly Parton was the one that started it off. So the Dolly Parton challenge is a what's it called? What's it called when all the images are put together in one thing? A collage? Is that the right word, Mary? Mm-hmm. So it's a collage of images for, to be precise, and they have on top of them the words LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Tinder. So if you've seen those anywhere, that mm-hmm. is the Dolly Parton Challenge even if you've not been aware. Um, and it just seems to be sweeping. It just came out of nowhere. Um, and originally on her post, Dolly Parton wrote, get a woman that can do it all winky face you know we love that winky face um and yeah people are just jumped on the bandwagon so we just wanted to have a little bit of a chat about it um verity have you done it yet
1: <laughs> you know i'm not very good at doing things that everyone else does my rebellious heart is like uh no i don't think so but i yeah i've thought about it i've thought about what my pictures would be if i did do it um but so many people are doing it and that's i just thought it was really interesting to have a conversation about um because also you so so for anyone who doesn't know should we just describe it so obviously LinkedIn someone is either in a suit or you know a professional shot of them if in the kitchen
0: if they're a chef yeah your professional headshot sort of thing yeah your headshot
1: (laughs) thing Facebook's like you're holding a baby or you're on holiday or you're having a glass of
0: wine or something a bit more I class it as, like, uh, family-friendly. Like, that's the profile your mum and dad. You no, know, let's be real, your gran could possibly be on there too. So, you know, <laughs> yes. you've got to keep it family-friendly. like friendly. Yeah, and then Instagram
1: is that bit more stylized, You've probably got a filter on it, some sort of, you know, shot of food or, you know, a lovely location or something like that. And then Tinder is, like, I suppose a little bit of a jokey one where you're either in a bikini or... You know, fancy dress in a bunny outfit like you know, Dolly is um, Yeah, so Dolly's y- being
0: her her playboy. Playboy,
1: yeah. yeah so <laughs> and I actually didn't realise Sherelle told me this that it originated with Dolly Parton and with that caption, which I find really interesting. So mm. so what was it again? So Sherelle? get a woman that can do it all,
0: winky face. Mm,
1: which probably delves into the realms of feminism, but anyway. Um <laughs> it's but that is it yeah and so it made us think didn't it like do we genuinely have all these different personalities on different platforms which then when you think about it those platforms are for different reasons Mm -hmm. or uh, should we try and be the same like in in the the world we're moving into a of authenticity you know should we try and be our whole selves and you actually found one didn't you where someone had posted yes yeah, so, um,
0: Bianca Miller who is a black British entrepreneur serial entrepreneur that was on Apprentice um she did one where she posted all four pictures were all the same and she was just like the message was roughly around the lines of like personal branding and then it was a then a caption saying also like I'm not on tinder I'm married so the main thing being is that for her she was like my I've got professional photos that she's had taken because she's an entrepreneur and no matter where you find her across the internet that is what you will find and so as an entrepreneur it's quite interesting because I would say that is something that is um is something that I would teach and it is something that I do try and practice in terms of having the same photo so that if someone sees you at an event and then they follow you somewhere, they follow you somewhere else, that they can make that link together that you, they know that this is you, if that makes sense. Like sure. if you, my, my Instagram and my official Twitter and my official uh, Facebook all have the same, me with a yellow background. And even if you actually like my avatar for like when I send emails, and like if I if you're someone that I coach on boxer, I have the same image like the fact is you should know that if that pops up oh that's me like there's no question about it and actually by having that same image it helps people to know that even if they just came across you a bit randomly they can make that link so I did find that really interesting.
1: Mm. Yeah. And have you, so have you done the challenge yet?
0: Or are you like, no, I haven't done the, the challenge. Well, <laughs> I was, I, so I, one, plan my social week in advance anyway. Two, I was like, I can't be bothered to, one, I thought, is it meant to be real? So at first, when I first saw it, I thought, oh, are people actually putting up their proper profile pictures? Uh, and listen, <laughs> <sure. laughs> listen, I play by the rules. You know what I'm like. So oh I was my like, God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so then I was like, well, because my LinkedIn and my Instagram are exactly the same. Facebook di- is different because I actually don't. So my Facebook, I, my actual like profile, I try not to really connect with people I don't know on it. So I have clients on there, but like I get contacts from people every single day that, are from all over the world that I have no idea that just are trying to get Facebook friends and like build their network mm. that way so I reject a lot of people so I actually the p- photo that I use on like LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter is actually the same as my official Facebook page rather than my profile so that one would be a bit wrong and then Tinder I was like oh let, I'm not even reopening the app to find out what picture I've got as the top picture on it it's not be like about Tinder <laughs> it's yeah I've so I've just been thinking then
1: um and there's something else I want to come on to that I think is, really important but when I think about what I've got so Facebook I have a picture of me and my girlfriend um Instagram I have just a smiley picture of me mm. LinkedIn I have a professional shot. That was taken by a photographer, but I am sat on a beach yeah. and I am kind of smiley and outside. Like yeah, it's not. But like your business a, is
0: called Sea Salt, so like you're allowed on be the beach. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying,
1: yeah. And then Tinder. I mean, um, back in the day. Back in the day, um, I think actually a lot of my Tinder shots were from Instagram because they were okay. filtered. <laughs>
0: oh, because they had like filter, on. The filter of Having said that,
1: but I also made sure on tinder that I always had pictures that were me with like little or no makeup as well as like dressed up because I didn't want anyone And we talked about this before I didn't want anyone to get a scare if they met me in real life and was like geez like <laughs> she looks different um I also always had to make sure I had a full length on tinder which I don't think come up comes up many places like
0: because oh, okay. it's either yeah.
1: a selfie or you know I just wanted someone to see that I was like in proportion and, and all of that. In proportion. Um,
0: <laughs> Sorry that tickled me so much I just wanted someone to know I was in proportion.
1: And then on Tinder I probably had slightly more cleavage than any of the other channels but all in all I feel they were they were linked like if yeah. if if my tinder pictures had ended up on facebook i wouldn't have been like oh my god don't show that i would you know but i think some people out there really do live totally different lives on totally different platforms don't they and um,
0: yeah i'm gonna have a quick look i don't have tinder but i i'm on hinge at the moment so i'm just gonna actually check and think if if any of those pictures managed to make it onto the <laughs> anywhere else would i be really embarrassed? No, 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 they're all fine. They're all fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, because I thought actually I just wondered. I didn't think I would have done, but you know, just for the sake of it. um I think the whole uh the Tinder one whatever dated Napier on. The interesting thing about that is, so I think that photo I've got is probably three years old. Mm-hmm. And I actually was on a date this week and. Um, a guy, he'd had a photo where he had a camera around him, and I was like, oh, hello, Instagram husband. And so I asked on this date, like, oh, like, you had a photo of a camera, like, is it yours? And he was like, no. And he was like, oh, so that's a really old photo. It's like eight years old. Oh, gosh, come on.
1: And I was he look like
0: the same? <laughs> well, his, his theory was he was looking down in the picture, so that's why it was acceptable. Are you going on a second date with him? Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I won't delve any deeper. <laughs> um, but it, but it just but we then had this like little conversation and it was interesting this idea about what is acceptable on a dating profile because mm. I also just think loads of men have one that we've got hardly any light. Like I see loads of photos that I'm like, how dark is this picture? What are you trying to hide, mate? Yeah. So actually, like, yeah, like I think my my dating ones are a, very, a big mix between like yes, I always have one that's not. Um, no make the the profile one I'd say is me obviously like selfie maybe a bit of shoulders yes I've got makeup on looking good but then I do always later down include one that's just like no makeup this is what you get in the morning after yeah here's a full (laughs) here's a full length one and here's a few of my friends because I'm meant to look fun oh yeah (laughs) so that's
1: it yeah no I I think it, it is interesting but I think it goes a bit deeper for me now I've had a thought about this and I think it's more about less about the imagery but more about who you are on those platforms as well so I I think that's more where I really have not stricter but you know there's certain things I post on Facebook that I wouldn't put on LinkedIn Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um but not in a um that I swear or that I'm rude or anything but it's more about my strong opinions on stuff so like I have shared stories recently about like um you know like period poverty and LGBT rights and things like that and I I don't know I I it's not that I wouldn't want people to know that I'm an advocate for those things but it's more that is is linked in the place to to discuss those topics it's it's more around that and actually then saying it makes me think no, I do want to post them on LinkedIn because I want people to think about all these things. But what do you think? I'm no, no, you're not exactly as I go here. No. But, yeah. So,
0: <laughs> I my relationship with LinkedIn is a very uh, I don't want to say stressful, but you know, it's a trying one. Mm. I definitely no. Like, I'm someone who's actively used it for many years, but wouldn't say I had posted very much ever at all in terms of content. Mm. Um, I was just much. I was just like, here's what I do if anyone ever wants to find me or whatever, and I'd just like follow brands and stuff like that. Um, but in the last, I'd say like 18 months, probably, I've used it a lot actively, a lot more. Um, and I do think I have got a sort of, I, there's only so much I say. So for example, actually, this was really, this would be a really good example. Yesterday, a report came out by the e-marketer, and every single expert on there was a white, Sorry, that's wrong. Every single person on there was a man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And from looking at the photos, it felt very predominantly white.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and uh, someone had posted it and challenged and basically been like, I can't believe in this day and age that someone can feel that this is acceptable. Yeah. Um, and it was really funny in terms of how I really wanted to respond. I've really found it hard to be as honest as I am on other platforms. Mm. And that, that, and that's a classic example that actually if if that had been on Instagram or if that had been on Facebook, I probably would have been much easier to just be like, this is unacceptable that we can just have a panel that's all men. Like, and this is the thing, like it was just, it was a white woman that did this original post that I saw just comment on it. And I was like, if there's just a woman that is complaining about this, never mind a non-white woman talking about this, like the, this is just how far, like that report was just so far one side of like what diversity in its wider sense should even mean. Um yeah. but it was really funny. And then and then after that, one of the men that actually was in the report, who um he works for Snapchat, he's the general manager. He then did a post on LinkedIn being like, basically, like, I'm really sorry for being part of this. And um, when I was asked as an expert, I didn't go to approach anyone, I didn't like ask them who else they were going to do, and that's like a bad thing on my part and it's something that I will make sure I I question going further and even like I really want to be like I really appreciate you actually saying that because like that's not something you have to do like I think it's one thing for people to call it out but I thought that was actually quite um was a very I don't know I just felt it was above and beyond what you'd have to do as a person on that panel like at the end of the day he was asked to be an expert he just did what he knows is for like answer the questions or whatever so and I really wanted to write something back and again I, I really felt that thing of being like oh this is LinkedIn this is where all the professionals are this is where like all the people from my job are or all the people from a job I might have or all my clients are and and it's really funny how like it did it, I did end up writing something but I, even if it pushed me a lot further than I think if I'd just seen it on Instagram I'd just been like this is outrageous
1: <laughs> yeah and I, I think that's really interesting actually having I, I mean a lot of times on this podcast like we know what we're going to talk about and we have an outline but then as we're talking things we about. start to to realize things ourselves and I think it's made me realize that I I do need to bring more of the true me to to my LinkedIn and I've used LinkedIn on and off I've not been like you but I am starting to use it more and I you know if people choose to work with me I want them to know that I feel strongly about certain things or that I support certain issues or challenges within the world or whatever and yeah I think ultimately I want to get to a stage where I in terms of content and this is where imagery has started this conversation but i'm now mm. thinking more about content i am the same on every platform mm. and i i think maybe before this conversation i thought i was but now i am not 100% sure i think i'm 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 getting there yeah. i'm not like wildly different but i think if we really think about it in terms of living a true authentic life Maybe that's what we should all be aiming for to, you know, be that same person, no matter where we're talking or who we're talking to or what we're talking about. Um, I remember when the election results came out Mm. and I did about four or five screenshots on Facebook, one after the other. And there was a lot of swearing in there (laughs) because I was very passionate about everything and it wasn't just about the overall result but it was about my local constituency having like just over 50 percent voting rate and things like that I felt very angry and and uh, not them at, at just the state of our political system and stuff and I know when I was posting that half of my Facebook were probably be like oh shut up Verity like get over it and I even saw a comment off someone uh, probably about, 11 o'clock that morning or 10 o'clock that morning saying, can we stop talking about politics and just go back to posting pictures of our breakfast again? <laughs> and I read it and I felt so angry. And then loads of people commented with pictures of their breakfast. And I'm just like, how? And, and, but then I didn't comment. I didn't say, how dare you? Like, this is your children's future. Like we need to talk about politics. Like, and, and it's obviously their perception that Facebook is not the place to talk about politics. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if that was on LinkedIn, then they'd probably be like, Oh, that's fine. It's more of a professional. I, I don't know. It, yeah. It's well, just- it was
0: I'm the opposite it was like, I feel like, cause I think you shouldn't talk about politics at work. So I'm like, you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. talk about politics on your LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and this is the thing, is you can have one set of rules and then other people have other set of rules. Mm. And now you know you would have we will all have conversations where we might feel like this isn't an appropriate thing for someone to say, but that is the right of the person. I would like to challenge you, which I think is interesting though, which is if you show up as exactly the same on all platforms from a marketing perspective, why should someone follow you on more than one platform?
1: Well, I think that then comes down. Well, I think it comes down to the purpose of the platform. So it it's it's about, you may be the same person, but the content would be different. So say for instance, like, let's take like the election as an example, yeah. like on Facebook, it would be like me talking about it with pure raw emotion with swearing and everything and screenshots and messiness, you know, rough okay. and rugged. Um I I don't know how you talk about the election on tinder unless you just put in your bio um like I don't know didn't agree with that result or I don't I don't know what you put or will only date non-conservatives or whatever I don't know um and then on LinkedIn you could like you know get some some facts about it like find a report like really Outlining maybe looking at the advertising spend or the Russians or what happened with Cambridge Analytica or something like that that will drive it and then on Instagram it could be a beautiful illustration by someone who found that says like you know for the many not the few and and your kind of opinion on on the result and what's happened so I think it's more you're the same person but it doesn't mean you give that message across in the same way you you're still thinking about who that audience is so on LinkedIn it's lots of past colleagues and it's potential future employee employers and things like that Instagram lots of female entrepreneurs and women from around the world probably majority under 40 Facebook it's everyone from great aunt Margaret to like Sophie who uses mum's mom, account at seven to friends from all around the world and everything and then tinder as well you know potential lovers <laughs> um but no longer for me <laughs> but do you okay, know what you to win, mean you do you... that was a very no no answer. I didn't <laughs> oh that feels good but I didn't want to win I was just but isn't it interesting like I I think I, I mean Sherelle how do you feel about this because I know your personality and I know there'll be women who are listening to me just say that thinking, oh my God, that sounds like hell. Like why would you do that? Why would you be the try and be the same person over all platforms? Like surely you've got to hide certain things or bring certain things out
0: more on certain platforms. Like how do you feel about it? Um I mean I think I I'm trying to think what I would say maybe in terms of if I hide anything or different I think I, you know, for me, I think LinkedIn also represents how I feel about uh, just the work and i think i've uh, a good amount of time struggled with be bringing my full self to work mm. um i think it's very hard i you know i work in a very predominant white middle class industry um and that does mean at times there are i'm put in situations that i don't necessarily feel comfortable in i am putting common compensa- in places where not necessarily i don't feel comfortable but i just think can i be bothered to talk about this or can i be bothered to challenge it and also sometimes it's not even like that not that heavy at all but i just think these aren't the of people to have this conversation with do you know what i mean like just, that's the thing so i think there probably is parts of me i don't bring to work and it's not i'm i'm actively like oh my god i can't bring myself to work this is really stressful i just think that's part of being at work in the same way that i think you don't talk about politics at work I just think there's other areas of my life because of my past and my demographic and socio-economical state and everything that I also don't talk about and it doesn't it's not a weight on my shoulders but I am I realize there's a difference between what I talk about with like my colleagues versus what I would talk about with my friends for example but I don't necessarily see that as being an awful thing but I do think obviously there's a lot of it's you know it's very much in the media there's been a big rise in the last couple of years about bringing your whole self to work um, I think for me where I would say is about if you feel as if you're actively holding stuff back, because that's where mm. I think it's really hard for people. Um, you know, I think the um I think when you feel as if you can't be really truly you. So, you know, one of the um I think that's hard because I think that's when then you questioning yourself all the time, you're putting extra pressure on yourself. You then feel like you're just waiting for the end of the day to be you like to be you again. Do you know I mean I think there's a there is a difference between hiding and just like a bit of self-selection.
1: Yeah. And just on that point and then I want to pick up on something else. She said I had a meeting the other day um where it was someone I'd never met before. She was giving me a little workshop and she said, Oh, how long have you lived here? And I said, Oh I few months that I've moved here for love and she said oh how did you meet him and in that moment I had a choice I could either go along with it and go oh tinder move on or I could go with the risk of making it a little bit awkward oh it's actually a woman Mm -hmm. and obviously because it's me I chose the latter (laughs) um and it wasn't through trying to um shame or anything like that it's just that it was important to had that conversation with her and she was totally fine. She was like, oh, sorry. I was like, please don't apologize. I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's a woman. Um, because I need to start helping normalize being in a relationship, whatever the components of it, you know. Yeah. Um, but that that was in, it was an interesting moment for me where that was, a, do I bring my whole self to this table yeah. with this person I've never met before? Or do I hide a bit? Not yeah. that I'm ashamed of it, not that, but just for the ease for of ease, conversation yeah. for... <laughs> um so that was interesting but something that you've just raised there is you're now comparing online to real life so mm. you're talk about being at work in person and I think they're two very different things as well it's quite interesting because it's quite um well it's it's more energized as you're you're in the moment you're in the present yeah. you're face to face with people having conversations it's not like a little comment on a post yeah. that you can think about or it's like you've got to be there ready with a response with a you know um what you truly think so I think that's really interesting as well like how we are in real life versus how we are oh yeah what the content we put out on I mean that's the thing
0: I know I love I would say I much prefer being able to write something because I feel like I can especially with some more difficult issues I feel like I have that bit more space to actually be able to think about it and some and respond more articulately than yeah if I'm just put on a spot and someone asks me something I'm like I'm probably much more likely to just let it slide for ease rather than me Mm. try unless I really feel like I've got an answer that I can put across the right way and as we spoke about in some previous episodes like it's just sometimes because it can be tricky and if you don't feel like you know all the facts or you don't know how to put it across right and you know and also you just sometimes I just think I can't I don't want to start having it to turn into some sort of debate that I'm not ready to have if that makes sense Mm, yeah
1: it does I don't think like that but I get where you're coming from
0: yeah, I it's because you're good. You're much better than me in terms of just like flowing on the spot, whereas I like to prep.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we as we've we've very well stated throughout this podcast. Uh, we we're very different people, and I think um, I think I'm comfortable with uh, making errors in my argument or saying. I'm not, I've not read enough on this too. Yeah. I think like there were certain times in Brexit, I was like, I genuinely don't know enough about it to like hold this conversation properly that like I'm not just going to pretend. Yeah. I know. And sometimes I I try and stretch it a bit to what I know. And I think, you know, but then there's other times where I'm just like, I this it's silly me trying to think of what is going on here. Cause I, I just don't know enough. Um, but I think I think coming back to it all, it, it just, it, it's really like, you know, being comfortable in yourself and the situation and the conversation you're having, isn't it? And Mm -hmm. really, you know, it's that whole thing of failure and shame and guilt and all those emotions again, like bringing all that together. And some days we're raring to go and ready for a fight and other days, you know, if someone asks us, you know about a big subject we might just nod and smile because we just don't have it within us to have that conversation and and I think that has a lot to do with it but yeah I am um, I may do the the little pitch thing for me yeah, we should I'll
0: do, so it, we I'll do it I'll do, I'll do, should do it should we do it count just I'll do at least that to be nice we'll share it with yeah, uh yeah. all this- Business. and I think what I think would be really interesting as well is I think you can make up whatever rules you want like I think you know like I've said like you were like I would never post about politics on LinkedIn that's fine I've made that as a choice yeah that's how I've, I'm at work so that's why I'm on LinkedIn I see it very much the same um you know if you want to if you want to be if you want to be more Bring your seductive dating app self to the rest of the platforms. That's fine. That's you. Like, there's you shouldn't judge it. I yeah. think the thing is about not. I don't think you should ever listen to anyone's rules on what is acceptable. And actually, for me, that's been really interesting on LinkedIn. Actually, you know, I see more and more people writing posts that I don't really think are for LinkedIn, but then they get engagement. So I'm like, well, who am I to judge? It works for mm-hmm. you. So you know, you get to make a sense of. You know, you might have a really liberal family. Like, I'm very. I have got like some aunties and cousins and stuff on my Facebook. So the stuff I post on there, I am aware that of who is looking at that. And I know who who I am within my family that I'm just like, I don't, I wouldn't post certain stuff because I just don't, I don't think that's for them to see, especially because I don't see them very often. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't want it to be like you, for example, I wouldn't want them to find out a big life change via my social media. Mm. so I have yeah, a thing about that. certain stuff like that that I make an effort to try and contact everyone and I don't post a lot some things in my life because actually I'm like I want to actually tell people and like that's a big thing for me like I much prefer people to tell me what's happened that like, I don't really have many friends on my Facebook and you know people like I had a friend that was literally like I've sent you my engagement ring photo because I know you won't see it on Facebook Aww. and I was like but well, that's <laughs> what I want like I want to know yeah. you can engaged not see it on Facebook and then write a little comment like yay like no like actually I mean so and um, but that's the thing my best friends all know that about me they know yeah. that you put something on facebook and expect that's how I'm going to find it so mm-hmm. we all absolutely have the right to choose all the platforms we're on first of all you don't have to be anywhere you don't want to be you never feel pressured to be someone you don't want to be and two you get to make up the rules for what you want to post there and don't really listen to what anyone else says if someone says this isn't the right place we should be posting photos of breakfast forget them like <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, and I think, in summary, it, you do you, like yeah. you do what what feels good for you. Because we're never we're never gonna all agree on on what you know should be on whichever platform. So it's what you're comfortable with, isn't it? And I think the only thing that I would really take away from it is, you know, let's all try and be that bit more authentic, whatever that looks like for us. Just not for other people, but for ourselves. So mm. we just feel like, yeah, we're we're living our truest self as much as we, we want to, um, on different platforms and, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. I just, it's, it, I mean, it's a little bit of fun anyway, isn't oh, yeah. it? you know, totally so, fun, yeah. uh, so, yeah so but I think it's it's been an interesting conversation that started with a few Dolly Parton picks and uh, <laughs> it's gone a bit, a bit deeper Um but yeah so thank you to everyone for listening to today we never take it for granted we are really really grateful for everyone who listens if you did enjoy it then you know that we're on Facebook and we're also on Instagram and you can share our posts from the episode to share it with all your friends that you you may think will enjoy this episode and if you really want to be a superstar then make sure you find us um on whichever podcast platform that you use where we have our website freeandfiguringitout.com we're also on itunes and stitcher and spotify and make sure that you subscribe because as podcasters that helps us so so much and helps us keep the podcast going so thank you so much your time today and have a great rest of the day.